0: Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Pond. This is Terry. I'm joined by Joseph and Arif. Let's get straight into it. Jake Paul, Tommy Fury, the showdown. I guess you can say we've all been waiting for Saudi Arabia. All right, who wants to kick it off? What are we thinking? What, what's the reactions?
1: Uh, I'll, I'll I'll go. I'll start from the jump. Um, you know what? So Tommy Fury beat him on beat Jake Paul on split decision, and he celebrated like he just won a a a world championship when he said he was gonna show the difference between a YouTuber and a professional boxer. And yeah, you got you got the heavyweight champion of the world in there celebrating with him as well. It was a bit of a joke and I just think this gatekeeping in boxing just got to stop. It just I find it I just find it ridiculous. Jake Paul earned his stripes, he's a professional boxer. He went the uh, eight rounds and if we're gonna be honest, there's gonna be a rematch. Like there's no doubt about it.
0: So, you're saying you don't have respect for the new champion, the new crowned WBC champion, Tommy Fury?
1: This is another thing of why people are saying boxing is dying and boxing, you can't take it seriously. How are you going to give two random novices like a belt? Like, re- th- th- this is one thing that the boxing quote unquote purists should be concerned with a lot more. It's not people like Jake Paul getting into boxing. There shouldn't be an issue with that. It should be an issue with people like this just getting belts there should be I, I get it like historically there's four belts in one division and and then like it gets unified and then there's one overall champ but you can't just have any belt just because like celebrity jumps in if chris Bowen jumps in are you gonna uh, have a like r&b like lightweight belt like it makes no sense to me like this is the stuff that boxing fans should be getting angry about not a guy that dedicated almost five years of his life to and gave the sport so much much exposure
2: Yo, I just firstly I wanna say, you know, of all the examples you used, to use Chris Brown in boxing is wild, bro. That is that's 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 wild. What made you what made you go with that verse? That Listen, verse.
1: Like, I th- I think he's been in London recently, isn't it. So like I've it just came to mind. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah.
2: My bad. Yeah, but, I mean I I've mentioned it before we, we jumped on, but the way I saw this fight was between like a really good non boxer and a really bad boxer, like, Tommy Fury won the fight, I thought it was, it was fair, probably on, on points, uh, and I think he won because he was, you know, he has boxing training, he clearly had boxing training, he knew that Jake Paul's main thing is that he's a hard hitter, and he just made sure that Jake Paul, for most of the fight, weren't within reach to cause that damage, I mean, i say say something about Tommy Fury. Is he clearly trained for this fight? He clearly tried for this fight, and that, if anything, made it even more apparent that he's not—he's not that good. I'm very, i, would, I would curious to see the sort of the percentage of uh, attempted hits landed compared to like a, a normal fight. I think you know that's maybe one of the reasons why I had the entertainment because you know, I think if two better boxers, two more serious boxers, probably aren't swinging as much. But you know whatever happens about the result, no matter how much he cries afterwards, how he hugs him and said it's all about love and respect, what well, what's gonna get focused on is he got dropped, and you know Jake Paul's that's gonna be on Twitter um, soon. I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be checking how long it takes Jake Paul after you you know he goes back into the changing rooms, he does all of that. He's gonna he's, I mean he's he's dropped the boxer. That's the point. You know we're saying as he proved himself. That's the point that you know everyone cares about and it's going to be a lot of fans that don't know that much about boxing you know new to boxing that's understandable but they're going to see someone get dropped and they're going to be like why didn't he win you know (laughs) jake paul dropped tommy fury and tommy fury didn't drop Jake paul i remember with the first tyson fury and the wilder fight when uh, wilder dropped fury and Fury then like got up at the end and probably won that round. And everyone was like, "How did you win that round if you got dropped?" You want to see more of that here? I thought uh, Tommy Fury when he said, "Ah, oh, I slipped. I didn't get dropped. I slipped." I was like, "That's even worse, you bozo. Why? why is your Why is your fit, Why is your feet positioning in a way for you to slip? Uh, he's you're supposed to be. Professional. How many How many boxers do you see slip?" It's, it's crazy, man. I don't know how you can even think that was something mm-hmm. safe to say. You know, I, that reminds me of, like, uh, you know, in, like, five-a-side when you miss an open goal and start, like, limping. <laughs> you know, you're checking if your legs are like, oh, okay. That's like, what he's trying to do. He should have looked at the ground and being like, is there water? Like, they'll tend to, like, sweep it off. But, you know, <laughs> it, was, it was entertaining. But, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see what actually happens after this.
1: Yeah, I think people should have just seen it for what it was. It's too like, novice up-and-coming boxers just playing their trade if it wasn't like the Jake Paul and Tommy Fury name that's on the undercard and like it's just two guys early in their career getting the rounds in and I think if you saw it as that like no one would bat an eye but because there's that name to attach to it because some people have strong opinions about Jake Paul some people have strong opinions about Tommy Fury there's going to be a lot of criticism but for what they are young boxers it's like I don't think there's a problem with it. And now, uh, uh, like I said earlier, you just got to end that debate of whether Jake was a professional boxer or not. And I think people need to distinguish. There's like, pretty much anyone can be a boxer. You can get a pro license. You can like train and you can get... But to be in like the world champion level, that's where the difference is. Like really and truly, besides the hardcore boxers, could the majority of people name... Um, more than five fighters in each of the divisions. And that's where I think that's that's where Tommy Fury and Jake Paul rank. They will never be amongst the top five boxers in the world. I'll be honest, I could see Jake Paul, even at Tommy Fury, breaking in to the top 10 because just on the undercard, um, Badu Jack won um, a Cruiserweight belt and he's 39. So let's say Jake Paul beats Tommy Fury, Fury convincingly in the rematch. And then he says, oh, I want a belt and um, Badu Jack is still fighting. He could potentially be fighting a 44-year-old champion. And another thing about that is Badu Jack is naturally 168 pounds and he's fighting at Cruiserweight. So he'll be fighting someone that's naturally a lot smaller than him and going to be like 20 years older than him as well. So like Jake Paul saying he could get a belt is not out of the question. But that being said... There's some big boys in that division. Uh, obviously, I, I I follow like my the British fighters, and these are two of my favorite fighters. They, we've got Lawrence Coley and we've got Richard Reactful. Those two men stand at six foot five, and are built. So they're not scrawny six foot five. They're like big six foot five guys. They could potentially get into the heavyweight uh, like division. So if we're talking about those champions, Jake Paul, Tommy Fury, like. That's a life and death situation. I'm not like that's not as an exaggeration. I think they could potentially have like life-changing injuries if they fight those sort of people. But a fight with Badu Jack, I'm gonna be honest, it wouldn't be out of the question to see like a Jake Paul, Tommy Fury face up against them.
0: Bro, you just talked about people disrespecting true boxing fans. And now I'm hearing about Jake Paul possibly winning. Did we watch the same fight, bro? Neither of them are winning the cruiserweight title, bro. That was, like Yosef said, that was about a four out of ten, three out of ten boxer fighting a four and a half out of ten boxer. I watched that. I didn't know if Jake Paul was like, oh, he's is he pretty good or is this guy just terrible? It was kind of both. So,
1: like, I I get what you mean, but if you the undercard fight, Badu Jack is now a champion at thirty nine years old, a cruiserweight champion who's naturally 168 pounds just and you think they both got the same just the fact that he's on the undercard shows like there, there's some sort of deals that can be made you're telling me if jake paul knocks out uh, tommy fury in a rematch comfortably he wouldn't get that fight 100% he would get that fight and i think it's a competitive fight as well nothing about
0: this fight just said to me that jake paul is going to comfortably knock out tommy fury <laughs> nothing nothing
1: from what I took away from that fight it wasn't that Jake Paul was bad it was that Tommy Pory Tommy Pory Tommy Fury was really poor and I think that he was really poor and clearly won the fight no if he clearly won the fight though, that's the thing it's like they. Were, it was a competitive fight
0: it was a competitive fight that Tommy Fury clearly won
1: I don't know we can yeah, debate I, about I that think, yeah Arif I feel like you're looking
2: at it as you're giving Jake Paul like Slack because he ain't a professional boxer, which is fair, but he still lost that fight, you know. And you know, you keep saying if Jake Paul beats Tommy Fury in the rematch, he gets to fight these guys. It's telling how Tommy Fury has just won this get this match, and you ain't saying anything about him potentially fighting, you know, for the cruiserweight title. So it's clearly, I feel like you're you're going with it because Jake Paul. First, he's got the money, he's got the fame. So he's going to draw people like that. And it's just like, he's a novelty. I think, I like I like the fact of, the idea of what happens if you give a random guy, not maybe not a random guy, but a guy of loads of money and dedication to train, and he's got one thing that stands up. I think the thing that, he stands up from other YouTubers and just, he, he's got, he's got, he can hit, he can really hit, you know. It'd, it'd be curious to see what, what he'd be like if he was like, during this since he was a kid since he was a teenager, but since he didn't, we'll never know. I don't think he'll ever really get to those top fights. You know, you be saying you be saying Coley, you know that that's crazy. That's crazy. They'll do it. for now, I'm
1: saying he could never lace a Coley's gloves, and also with the idea of him being able to punch, I think that's also a myth. Because when we were talking about the upper echelons of boxing, forget the cruiserweights for a minute. Like I said, React, and Coley, those guys would smoke him. A few, a few. It was a few weeks, maybe a month ago, we saw Anthony Yard face Better BF, which is the weight division below. Yard punches harder than Jake Paul. Let's, let's keep it real. Anthony Yard is a monster. So, if we're talking about a world level power, like, Jake, this is what I'm trying to say is there's a path for Jake Paul to get a title fight, but he's not amongst the best. And that's the difference. Like, there's not one unified, unified Whoa. belt.
0: Bro, if that wasn't Jake Paul. There is no way you would have walked out of stopped watching that fight and been like I think that guy's going to win a belt one day.
1: <laughs> no way. That's what I'm trying to say, no but it is Jake Paul. And the fact he had a champion fight on his not undercard.
0: Jake Paul's not going to be fighting in 5 more years, bro. He's too, he's, Jake, Jake Paul, Jake Paul is too rich to care about winning a cruiserweight title. No one to be, not to disrespect him, cruiserweight's not that like illustrious of a weight division to be honest. If we're being fair, most, most, most people do not know like the cruiserweight division that well. What I'm saying is if I'm Jake Paul, more than anything, this is about money. You know, Jake Paul is going to fight Tommy Fury again because it's going to make money for a rematch. The next big fights he has are probably like Nate Diaz and KSI and to be honest if we're talking about well Nate Diaz would smoke him but the whole MMA angle the dude was a high, was an elite high school wrestler so him being like, he's not gonna be that bad at MMA you can see he can probably box just as good or better than a decent MMA fighter I would say not a like not a UFC star but he can he can he can punch and he he knows how to wrestle he wrestled all through high school. I think if anything, he'll probably if he wants to can go further with the UFC thing if he can get the other people to come do it. But he's not. I don't think he has a desire to be like. I want to get in the ring with real cruiserweight box. They'd knock him out, and once he gets knocked
1: out cold, everything's over. But he said he's he wants a title, and the- people say a lot of things. He's, if he beats Tommy Fury, he has a title. No, but he wants a legitimate title. Like obviously, the talk of him fighting Canelo, he's never going to fight Canelo.
2: Hey, bro, I want, I want a legitimate title. <laughs> so think, do I. Think I would say no to be the
1: Cruiserweight champion? What <laughs> I'm trying to say is I've laid out there is a path for I him to get so a title shot.
2: No, but you've got to realise that if the path for him getting a title shot is because of him being a good businessman and drawing the crowds. Let's be real. Tommy Fury, I think, won on the, his last fight was on a, on a split the, uh, decision or like a unanimous decision maybe against some bum. And let's be real, was did Jake Paul give him a harder challenge than that guy? And I don't think you could say it was way harder, you know. And that the, the bum Tommy Fury last fought, no one's ever gonna say, oh, he's gonna he's gonna challenge for cruiserweight, you know. Is even the fact that you're, you're you're comparing Jake Paul with some of these guys? The, the, the statement you said, I think. I think you you said I think Anthony Yard has a harder punch than Jake Paul. Of course he does.
1: <laughs> he didn't I didn't say a thing. I said I know. But you you're saying I, I don't think you guys this understand. This is a crazy. Are you? You're giving him this credit. You're saying Jake Paul is puncher. I'm saying no. There's levels to this.
0: Jake Paul's a puncher for a YouTube fighter.
1: That's what we're trying to
2: say. Yeah, we're saying he is a, a great puncher for a non-boxer.
0: Jake Paul is the goat of influencer boxers. I'll give him that. Jake Paul cannot beat a real Cruiserweight box. That's crazy.
1: He just lost
0: to Tommy Fury.
1: He just lost to a novice. But they're on the same level. So it's just like this is what I'm trying, this is what I'm trying to say, though. This is what I'm trying to say.
0: So he has to be on a level lower than Jake Paul to beat him. That's how that's how most fights work.
1: No, but this is what I'm trying to say. The qualifications for a quote-unquote boxer is not that crazy. So, like, you could get some random 16-year-old kid from Mexican that's got a pro license, which KSI did, and then he won that fight.
0: You're the one saying he's going to win a cruiserweight title. I'm not saying he can't beat a guy with 80 losses. I'm saying if there is an IVF WBC or WBO champion who is a real accomplished cruiserweight boxer, 20 wins, 3 losses, he's not going to lose to Jake Paul. Jake Paul, if Jake Paul, like, he's not this puncher that's like, he had Tommy wobbling around the ring. I know it's like funny that Tommy Fury slipped, and it's funny to be like, "Oh, I slipped." That's like missing a layup and grabbing your knee. But he kind of slipped; like he didn't like punch him, and he wobbled. That like he punched him, he buckled and got like he got right back up. I'm just saying, top. Do not expect Jake to be the WBC cruiserweight champ.
1: To wrap this topic up, I guess because I I don't think you guys are seeing eye to eye to what I'm saying. If Jake Paul. A 28-year-old Jake Paul fights a 43-year-old Badu Jack. Are you telling me that is not a competitive fight?
2: No. Yeah, I'm saying if Badu, this is, if he's still fighting, yeah? If he's still a boxer, I think, I don't count if he doesn't fight and he's on the beach for the next four years. I'm saying if he's still a boxer, he's, he's winning, easy. Because you wouldn't, the main thing I have is, if if I said to you, would Tommy Fury beat a forty three year old Bedou Jack? I don't think you say Tommy Fury does. So why would Jake Paul
1: beat him? Now I'm saying like either of them could. To be honest, my the thing was the people were making it out as if oh it's impossible for him to get like a legitimate belt and all that stuff. I've from the undercard. There's a legitimate pathway for him to go that route, or either of them to go that route and get a title. Whether they're deserving or not, like I said, stay away from the quote unquote real prime fighters like their colleagues, like the Richard Jackpaws. And personally, I love Badu Jack, but nobody, time is undefeated. Nobody beats time. And a 43 year old Badu Jack versus a 28 year old Jake Paul, who's got access to all of the most advanced like, um, strength
0: and. Why would, Badu, why would Badu Jack not, why would he, why would the champ not have events or, Evander Holyfield was the champ at 50?
1: All I'm saying, just, just to cap it off, I believe Jake Paul or Tommy Fury versus a 43-year-old Badu Jack would be a competitive fight. And like any of them could get that title.
0: Okay, so I'm going to swing this into some more ridiculous boxing takes. Uh, so supposedly Conor Ben failed his drug test because he was eating too many omelets every day. Uh, I believe the math equates to he would have had to have about 30 plus eggs a day. So, yeah, he was going omelet crazy, Uh, you know, scrambled, fried, a little over easy, full English breakfast three times a day or more for Connor Ben to have high estrogen due to eating a lot of eggs. (laughs) Arif, the floor is yours.
1: Yeah, this is I, I know like it's. People have made it a light-hearted topic of the internet and all the stuff, but really it really shows like the dark side of boxing and how much, like, if you've got a name, you could change so much stuff. We've seen it before with I know he got cleared, but uh, Canelo it was contaminated meat. Now I've got contaminated eggs. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a sad thing to see, and it seems like now Conor Ben maybe. Um, he may be suing the WBC for like this apparent test, and yes, yeah, it's, it's just it's scary. And even the reason given, oh, he's eating too many eggs. Like heavyweights don't consume over ten eggs a day. So what is a a lightweight doing eating ten eggs? A day? The reasoning is very poor. And yeah, if if I I'm, I'm I believe if you fail a drugs test, you should. If something is found in your system, whether you've knowingly taken it or not, you should be banned. Like the flat six months minimum should be banned. And then like stuff should be worked out from there. And it's we've I've said this before, but boxing and MMA, they're combat sports. You're putting drugs into your system won't make you it's not about making you run faster. It's not make, making you catch a ball quicker. It's not making you jump higher. You are putting your fist through another man or another woman's skull. Like, that's the difference it's making. It's it's the difference between you landing six punches and eight punches. Like, these punches add up. This is literally life and death. And the fact that there's all these grey areas in drug testing, it's just it's a sad thing to see. And Conor Ben as well. I uh, I'm Personally, obviously, like, boxers, I'll give all boxers credit. If you step into the ring, like... No one can discredit you. But just the way he's conducted himself regarding this situation, he's just a classless individual. I'll just say it. Like even after following, during his um, drug situation, um, Chris Eubank Jr. had a fight. Chris Eubank Jr. unfortunately got knocked out. Well, unfortunately for him, got knocked out. And then you see Conor Ben saying, if that was me, he wouldn't have gone past three rounds. Mate, the reason you're not fighting him is because you failed a drugs test. So maybe just give the man some credit and keep quiet. And even now, the way you're speaking, like it's it's not, He's, he's, he's not conducting himself in, a, like, a good manner. And I'm just, I'm just not a, fat, a fan of it. And then he even called out Errol Spence recently. And listen, Connor, that's not a fight you want, I'll be honest. Conor, has Connor
0: Ben even won anything to be talking to, like, Errol Spence? Like, you know what I mean? It's not even like we're talking about, like you know, he said, Canelo has tested positive before. Tyson Fury's gotten into trouble with stuff like this. But, like, Conor Ben is known because of his father. Like, Conor Ben versus Chris Eubank was a fight of, hey, here's two underwhelming boxers. Not to be disrespectful, but let's be honest. Like, neither of them have won anything, but they have the name and they're going to fight each other. But then your man kept eating egg sandwiches too much, <laughs> just allegedly, and couldn't fight somebody. No, you got caught doping. It wasn't even the first time he got caught. He's been caught before that. Couldn't fight. He's over here making fun of Chris Eubank, who, say whatever you want, he was in the ring. He was in the ring. He was in the ring. He fought. He lost. He he. The elbow excuses were weak. The elbow excuse is not nearly as weak as saying I ate too many
1: eggs. Yeah, it's uh-huh. it's crazy. And those two guys are also an example of like nepo babies as well. Like we're we criticizing Jake Paul, but really and truly, would Conor Ben and Chris Eubank Jr. have this platform if their fathers weren't who they were? They're not. They're not also in like the the top echelons of boxing either. So, yeah, it's just, it's just a, boxing is just a bit of a mess, man. This whole, I guess these, these two stories kind of like, like highlight it. If you've got a big enough name, you draw enough eyes, you can get like, you could, it seems like anyone can fight. Um, You can fight anyone, you can get a belt. And if you've also got a name and you've got like the team behind you, you could get away with, ultimately you failed a drugs test. Like, regardless of the reasoning, he fails, he failed the drugs test. And now it would seem like the drug testing organisation is the one that's going to get sued. And yeah, that's just the scary thing. I think it's, it's boxing just needs to have a hard look at itself and the regulations and everything just need to... There needs to be a check, I guess. And I guess in the past decade, it's why the UFC has risen so quickly. And like... It's it's neck and neck now with boxing in regards to, like, public appeal. It's because it's under one organisation, one banner. Yes, they have their drug problems as well. But just with the level of fighters and the ranking system, you know who's the best and you know how it works. There's one belt, one division. A couple years back, the UFC had CM Punk in um, the organisation. He fought a literal novice and it showed the level and there was no, like, the integrity of the sport wasn't questioned. But now you've got Jake Paul almost fighting for legitimate belts, selling out arenas. It's just crazy. And I think it just shows you the difference of the levels of the sport.
2: Yeah, I mean, the question, I think it's interesting how, you know, you have these two things that happened this week with, the, you know, the the fight that happened tonight with Jake Paul and Tommy Fury and the Ben thing. And you know that I think the Ben thing is a way bigger problem in boxing and should be the thing that is highlighted more but in the long term, the Jake Paul fight and well, who he is and how dare he, you know, is he disrespecting boxing is going to be the thing. And, that, oh, you know, all these, that you know, the boxing media will focus on and all of that. And, you know, that's, that's he's not the reason. He, that's just not the issue. You know, he, the reason why he's able to get this big is because of the issues in boxing and no one focuses on it. You know, you say about it, if he's got money, you know, it goes in. But, you know, would Tommy Fury be able to fight if his brother weren't Tyson Fury? If 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 Tyson Fury got got sparked by Klitschko, does Tommy Fury make a name for himself? Does he even get onto Love Island if Tyson Fury gets sparked by Klitschko? All these things, man, It's like you know Conor Ben gets a fight because his dad fought you know Chris Eubank and Chris Eubank Junior gets a fight because obviously his you know his dad as well was was a boxer, you know sport is nepotistic society isn't you know nepotistic to be fair and you know sport is corrupt because society is corrupt and all, all these issues and i think the gimmick is fun to, to to focus on and laugh at and mock but you know all the issues in boxing and and we know there's loads you know you know we've got to think about for example the the, the whole I you know sports washing element of of the fight being in in Saudi Arabia, we got you know mention the fact that the, the Jake Paul and Tommy Fury fight got postponed because Tommy Fury couldn't go to the US because of the the Fury clan is linked with some 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 dodgy guys, and I don't want to say more because these guys are that dodgy man. I don't want to get I don't want to, I don't want to get any uh, certain I don't want to get any mail coming through my door, but. You know all these issues, but we're gonna focus on a YouTuber fighting and how that's disrespectful. Nah, man, that's not the issue.
0: Um, Yeah, so I do want to say we are not by any means comparing like Jake Paul and Tommy Fury to Conor Ben and Chris Eubank. Again, like we said, there's levels. Chris Eubank and Conor Ben. Again, these are real air quotes real boxers you know but to be fair you know they have wins they've defeated people they've they've stood up they've really been through it we're just saying the hype that they deserved maybe not like that chris eubank liam smith said it who just fought eubank why does chris eubank have a rematch clause over liam smith like why is chris chris eubank and liam smith was on pay-per-view Chris Ube Jr. and Conor Ben was built like it's this mega fight, and it's star power, which is really what a lot of this comes down to in boxing is star power. So Jake Paul, Tommy Fury have the star power that they're gonna do this. They just sold. I'm I don't know if they sold it out, but they did big numbers. They're gonna do it again, make even more money, and then what's gonna happen next? Jake Paul is gonna go fight KSI, make a bunch of money, and that's all boxing typically is usually about. And they'll say it's they, these dudes are prize fighters. I'm going over here. I'm fighting in a ring. I'm. It's a gladiator sport. I'm trying to make as much money as possible. We're gonna make as much money as possible. Saudi's gonna keep buying these fights. He's gonna keep going. I have no interest in in seeing a Conor Ben fight. I'm good in my eyes. I I don't buy that it was eggs. I don't buy whatever the dude in my eyes is a cheat. I don't. I'm good on seeing Conor Ben fight. Uh, I don't know if I really need to see a Tommy Fury Jake Paul fight, but I'll probably stream it, it'll be free, and I'll probably be bored and watch it. So why not? But in general, like you guys said, I think boxing has a lot of issues they need to resolve. And the Connor Ben story and situation is much more of a story than Tyson Fury's little brother that probably shouldn't even be famous beating up a guy who decided probably too late in life I wanna be a boxer.
1: Yeah, I think you summed up pretty well and I think there's like a difference. There's the one percent one percent is in boxing, there's the best of the best, and then there's the rest. Like I don't care if you're a a Russian amateur that has two hundred uh, amateur victories and an Olympic gold medal and all that stuff, if you can't sell out arenas and all that stuff, you're not gonna get paid more than a Jake Paul. You're not gonna have a platform like a Jake Paul. You've got to have both that's the unfortunate truth and um yeah so that's why it separates just like for example I, earlier this week I don't know if it's official official but it seems like we're gonna get Javante Davis versus Ryan Garcia that's an example of a fight that's gonna sell a lot and it's an example of a fight where the talent level is at the upper ends of boxing that is the best facing the best and it's a and it's a fight that sells so that is what that's Well, boxing should be pushing. Those are the fights boxing should be making, not Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury and Conor Brown versus Chris Eubank.
0: All right, that was another episode of Beyond the Pond. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. We hope you guys tune in. We'll be back later this week to uh, get into some new topics. Uh, Everybody, have a good week. Thanks for tuning in.